Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and Shalom. Iron sharpens iron, and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning into the broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast to at the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Thank you all very much. It is my pride and pleasure to be doing so and to reach out to every single one of you, listeners new and old alike out there in Dreamland. Thank you all very much. If this is your first episode or this is going to be your last episode, thank you all very much for the attention you have paid because that is the most valuable resource we have at all. Period is our time on this earth. So thank you all very much for spending a little bit of it with me, hearing me speak, hearing me share my thoughts, what's on my mind. And thank you all very much for those who have taken the extra steps to support me. Uh, it means the world to me. And for those that are new here, support could mean um, a financial tip, uh, which helps donate, uh, goes into funding um, the products and or the productions and the future episodes that I'm going to produce. Um, and if you would like to select the free options of support, then liking, sharing, and subscribing are always welcome, as well as sharing uh, being the, you know, most valuable thing you can do. It takes about five minutes for you to share on your social media pages, etc. Make sure it's posted and published so that it gets in front of new eyes, as well as in front of the people that you know, that you care about that you feel would benefit from this information. We're entirely word of mouth. We're entirely a one-man project for networking, mobilizing, socializing, uh, planning and developing all content, etc. We are a one-man operation. Uh, We are also working to help support ourselves uh, with a various night job. So, you know, we definitely could use every ounce of support you have to offer and it definitely is a situation where an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure an ounce of grassroots support is worth a pound of major media advertising so thank you all very much uh, for those who do like, subscribe and share this content like, if you would like an easier way to find all my links, so you could go do that. Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan is your best bet to follow. Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. The only link you're ever going to need is Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. It brings up my webpage, brings up my Twitter account, brings up my Instagram account. Catch them all while you can. Telegram, etc. for uncensored videos, shares. Uh, currently always shadow banned. It's like currently still shadow banned after about three years of being shadow banned. Currently still fighting the man, them taking down my channels, deplatforming my efforts, etc. Today we're going to be talking about the border. We're going to be talking about the quote-unquote border crisis, the manufactured psyop, and this fascist dystopian rise of what can only be described as the 21st century nightmare, the collapse of the house of cards that is civil society in the West, The last breaths of reason, intellect, civility, sophistication, and society. The last of courage, independence, free will, freedom, liberty, and general 
badassery in the face of a corporate hegemony that is welcomed by the sheeple, by the fascist slash Marxist or whatever the hellest Orwellian nightmare that is a totalitarian system of faceless corporate drones literally voicing the dead, the corporations, the corpse orations that pose themselves as civil government to have replaced all the vested interests of the people and the fulfillment of the worst most anti-American of all things, taxation without representation and employment that's better defined as exploitation rather than compensation. The absolute death of the meritocracy, the absolute plunging of the American people into poverty, into a urban nomadic life of begging and terrible untouchable labor and a middle class that is absolutely humbled and castrated to the core in terms of social mobility possibility or destiny we are talking about the absolute end of the world and as far as I can tell it is inevitable it is welcomed and we hope to accelerate it until it's finally ultimate collapse if you know anything about America and if you have listened to this podcast at all you know it is a British charter company that is currently still overseen by Britain and is one of their most successful and longest-running colonies that has no interest in protecting or supporting its citizenry of native birth and its aboriginal peoples. Its borders were arbitrarily drawn and over time considered to be God-given rights in a conquest or a yeah, conquest commonly called Manifest Destiny which saw a purge and genocide against the native aboriginal nations, societies, cultures, and creeds. Then the mass purchasing and annexing of states and territories through various nefarious re, uh, means um, and the reliance on war to uh, dominate the West Hemisphere, the Western Hemisphere, uh, and utter acts of piracy and basically t- uh, terrorism, basically maritime terrorism, and uh, the military acting no more than the mercenary front for corporations and corporations acting no more as kleptocracies uh, than, than actual business interests for the United States. America itself civilly, while having evolved, given Western standards of education and lifestyleism improvements, has been and always will be an extremely brutal place, a, co- a colonial mindset, 
just like African colonies, just like Australia, just like South American or Latin American colonies, were in large, massively powerful land-owning families, exploit all other castes, and labor is considered paramount to one's worth in society. There is no such thing as free time or happiness or liberty or self-fulfillment outside of the service of someone wealthier than oneself. In an attempt to become wealthy, money is God. Those with money are godly and all-powerful. The government is a corrupt puppet state for the rich. The government is a code word for corporations, just like the executives and CEOs rule the corporations, the politicians rule the country with immunity and with a totalitarian uh, verdict built nothing on nothing but their intuition and their uh, presumed divine right by the mandate of the people, democracy, to rule, although democracy is controlled through psychological operations, um, those with money needing to, you have to have money to be able to successfully campaign, uh, run for office, and secure um, the cabinet necessary to function as a political leader. Uh, so, producing, you know, an obvious oligarchy and modern aristocracy with the illusion of it being there to serve the quote-unquote common man, which is plunging further and further into poverty with most people not having $400 on hand for emergencies. Living paycheck to paycheck in rented, not owned, properties. Now that is the state of America. That's how it has been for centuries. Centuries. Since before America was America in different shapes and forms, with the wilderness, with the individual, with the free man, always at odds against society. Constantly mortal enemies, arch enemies, was the individual and the collective society. No matter if it was East Coast, West Coast, uh, rich, poor, uh, rich versus poor, class war, class struggle, individuals, men versus women, it is the individual versus the collective hegemony of society, which has universally been hostile, aggressive, xenophobic, small-minded, violent, thuggish, brutal, boorish, whatever words you want to give it, it was the epitome of the negative. This is, may seem like an illumined opinion, but it's not. It's quite conventionally the classic interpretation of what America and modern society, what liberty has always represented in art and media, especially in literature which you can devise a lot of themes and culture with the power of literature within it. The zeitgeist, of you will, of the concept of what freedom and liberty means. The rugged individual versus society, and that society was American society. Thus, with that inheritance, I find it amusing that we are fighting now, apparently to preserve the sanctity of American society, to return to a quote-unquote nostalgic golden era of American isolationism set up after fascist era World War II. Uh, we are becoming mouthpieces at large 
the alt-right and the uh, paranormal community, the circles of podcasters and uh, social media people are willingly becoming tools for fascism on both sides, left and right, for a country that they do not understand in the least and support despite its historical flaws and ultimately basically bullshit. And this is becoming manifested in the border of Texas. Actually, the border of the entire south of the United States, you know, the Mexican-United States border. But specifically for this show's purpose, Texas and the Texas border. Now, I am no stranger to the world. Obviously, I am alive and I am 36 years old. So I remember in 2018 when the first migrant caravan crisis began under the Trump administration as a weaponized attempt to force America's hand at revealing their fascist, quote-unquote fascist, political uh, leanings and attempt to bait the law enforcement officers of Texas into resorting to violence and attempt to um, test the strength and resolve of the Texas border. This is a massive migrant caravan made of mostly Central Americans. This was paid and supported mostly by George Soros-backed world front globalists and oligarchs who were paying each person upwards of $2,000 United States American money uh, to travel across Central America, which is a huge amount of money for these people. That's, that's like three or four years of, labor, of work, hard labor, uh, to get that money. It's where they come from. To not only get to the United States, but filling their head full of promises that were completely inaccurate. That America was a land basically with streets paved with gold, that there were money and side hustles and jobs available for literally anyone, that they could learn English in class and school, and people speak Spanish in America, uh, and, and that it's the second most popular language in America, Spanish, and that they could go with, the, with limited English abilities and speak and live in America with very little problem, which is... The same model they used in Europe, and I will admit this was an attack. This is an attack on America and Texas and sovereignty, etc. But I want people to keep in context what that fucking means and what's going on and what's and the fact that they should not be both stopping it as well as it does not affect them. And the system to save them isn't in that what they need to rely on is not protecting the system because the system isn't there to save them either. And the system needs you to defend it, and the system is fucking you over. And the system doesn't care if you, these million migrants come through the border, it'll fuck them over as well in time. And they're just re- becoming uh, reliant on the system for life. And that the ideas of replacement theory and the radical buying out of uh, minorities into politics, etc. is completely irrelevant because it's the fact that the system 
constantly needs new people and is literally destroying and vampirizing, sucking the lifeblood out of its old peoples, its old immigrant populations. To the point that they are non-existent and constantly needs infusions, like blood infusions, into a dying man or a new victim for a vampire to prey upon. And its workforce has been almost completely destroyed and depleted over 120 plus years of overwork and exertion from the previous immigrant groups, specifically uh, those of the Irish and of the Eastern Europeans and of the Mediterranean Europeans, the Catholics, uh, the, the immigrants, the Italians, for example. Although the Irish would also fit into the uh, Catholic immigrant ra- waves. But that this is just a repeat of that for the 21st century. And you're watching it unfold as it happens with your eyes. So it's a, it's a very unique opportunity in life. But one has to see for what it is. It's not a crisis. It is a... Um, it is a... Um, spoke, it is a spoke in the wheel of this civilization that we call America. You're seeing the ugly face of America for what it truly is right now on live news, and they want you to feel at arms and in defensive, and they want you to defend America, and they want you to think that America is something to be defended because they're working you up into a frenzy to support fascism. Eventually, to support a universal draft and uh, a return to global warfare by 2040s so they can repeat the alchemical ritual of World War II and thus extend their global control once again for another future century into 2100. Um, And, th- and th- that's just the case. Uh, that, I mean, I can't explain it to you if you can't see it. And one of the things that they're doing is the Latin American, Hispanic American hostilities, which is going on right now. And yes, I'll admit, this is an attack on America. But who's paying for the attack on America? The same people that run America. <laughs> the Universal Globalist Freemasonic International Front. America is in bed with them because America is not independent of them. America was created by them to be funded by them, to be controlled by them, to be used by them to, as a ranch or a zoo or a farm. It creates the livestock, which is the American soldier, the American military person, the American engineer and inventor, the entertainer, what have you. And it exploits that person without their direct knowledge because they think they're free as Americans, but they think because America is the way it is, capitalism, they have to work to survive and they have to constantly make money for other people. They cannot rely on the natural resources of their own country or survive in any traditional folk ways because their entire survival system as Americans, as my fellow Americans, Texans, the Californians, New Yorkers, Floridians, Michiganians, uh, Ohioans, Alaskans, uh, Hawaiians. We all have to work to survive. We all have to work, literally work for somebody else to receive money 
to pay utility bills and food or we will die. And we can't say no, we don't want to do this or else we'll lose our property and we'll lose our, our possessions and we'll be at the mercy of charity and the vulnerabilities that that entails being even more reliant on the success of a system that initially destroyed us. That's called capitalism, and that's the evil that we're trying to, that we don't want to defend because that's what's killing us all and has been killing us all since it demanded the first crop of people to be given over to the charter company, which was the immigrant wave of the 1860s, etc. Uh, the so-called Irish immigrant wave that was used to fight World War II, for example, subjugate other multi-generational colonists who didn't want this world, who wanted to, a world of agrarian consistency and stability and isolationism built on the old ways. And so you see that this is a country that is willing to destroy other competitors as long as itself is the only one that exists. And it's controlled by foreigners. So it will never allow a freedom movement or a peace movement or an independence movement internally. It will never allow one externally. It is allowing the immigrant wave because it knows it's not in any real danger. It is allowing the immigrant wave by busing in these immigrants across the country, by putting them across the United States and specifically putting them across Texas... And Texas is allowing this as well. And I want you to always think this way. The the Matryoshka dolls of the government system. It's NWO that gives the orders from the top down. That creates the situations that you see play out in what they call the news. Then you see the country, the United States, and how they handle it. What resources they allocate. What attention they give to it. What uh, what's in place there philosophically for them to either resist or accept. Then you see the uh, sociological factors, the way physiological logistics have to work, who's involved, the military, the police, the border patrol, uh, these different authorities. Then you see what their actions are. Violence, peace, cooperation, and it's cooperation. Every single time it's cooperation. Because they want the common man to hate this. They want the common man to feed the louche into the system. They want the common man to resist and to think the world is literally going to end because less than a million Venezuelans showed up on a country that's 50 fucking states and most of the states are empty. Like literally 70% of the land west of the Mississippi is owned by the federal government and not populated by people. That the least populated state in America is Oregon with 2.2 people per square kilometer. That America is running out of land. They want you to think America is running out of supplies. They think they want you to think America is running out of food. And that these people are going to eat it all, I guess. Or that America has literally no money or no jobs. And that these people are going to take them all. And I am not doing very well in the job marketplace as it is, but I think that is very hysterically wrong because if you're at a position where you're actively competing with a Venezuelan immigrant for a job, then, I mean, maybe you need to rethink your employment strategies or your long-term career <laughs> uh, plans. And it's just a dystopian fact where they want you to judge, they want you to fall in line uh, with the fascist mouthpieces 
with the uh, quote-unquote Patriot crew and not really think, not really feel anything. And I'm not saying these people are good people. I'm saying it's been done before. And I'm saying if you just open up your fucking eyes, people older than me should remember this shit. And people younger than me should hear it like loud and clear that this has happened before and it will continue to happen cyclically because it's the same fucking song and dance. It's the theatrics of a country that knows no freedom, but only ritual and trauma. And mostly trauma on the immigrants and mostly trauma on the people at the borders of these immigrant populations that they can produce mythologies. And the mythology is the sanctity of American citizenship and what it means to be American in the, 20, in the modern world. Think of Scarface. The very popular film Scarface, for example, was about a Cuban immigrant wave of illegal immigrants that were sent to America by Castro, a evil dictator in Hispanic America that we were all told to fear and hate for decades before this even occurred. And on a longer run, feared to, uh, taught to hate and to feel superior to Latin America based on many different factors. All racist as fuck, by the way. All completely stereotypical of uh, anti-Hispanic American or anti-Hispanic and anti-South American, anti-Central American uh, propaganda. And yes, true that they were prisoners. Yes, true that they were violent. But then in the same breath, we think Castro was a corrupt and evil tyrant and that his government restricted freedoms and liberty. So you see how America tries to foster a sense of pain and, and hatred and trauma both ways. That one, if you were a Cuban citizen and you followed the law, you had a terrible life because Cuba sucked. But if you were a criminal, then Castro didn't kill you, but he sent you to America because you were a piece of shit and you're Cuban. So all Cubans are basically pieces of shit in that equation. Same thing with Central Americans today. Same thing with Latin Americans today. It's, they are dooming these people to the persecutions and prejudices and uh, uh, discrimination because they are trying to create in the sense of who's most likely to receive them, the border states, a feeling of hatred and invasion, a feeling of hostility that you would reserve to a real enemy. Maybe like the ruling powers or maybe like the Freemasons or maybe like, you know, whatever secret society like the Catholic Church that controls the majority of the United States. Maybe the British. Maybe we wouldn't be celebrating Things like the coronation of uh, the new king of England or the Ukrainian war, Slava Ukraino, whatever the fuck, if we actually stopped and thought about what our country is telling us to fucking do and feel. And while it does so, it does it like a victim. And because it claims to be a victim, it wants you to feel like a victim. And so psychically you're manipulated like a narcissistic parent or a psychologically manipulative spouse or something to feel the psychosis and the illness of the person that's tormenting you. And so America 
is forcing you to accept your own exploitation in terms of this life and death scenario of survival that does not need to exist, that never needed to exist, that exists only in the colonial mindset of a, of a foreign power occupying a larger and more powerful country through ter- uh, terror and trauma by simple means of acceptance or exclusion into a society, the citizenship rule. That if you, for example, don't follow the rules, you can't get a job. If you can't get a job, you are going to fucking starve to death. And if everyone in America is heartless enough, and the reason why America, everyone in America is heartless enough to find that perfectly okay for a first world nation, a superpower, mind you, a so-called superpower to accept as absolutely necessary for the ideological survival of America, freedom, capitalism, uh, liberty, etc. You have to work for the money you have because if you're given it, that's communism. Communism is evil. America, work, capitalism, money. But you have to worship money, though. You have to worship money. And you have to work for it. I can't give you any money because that's communism. The government can't give you money or benefits because that's communism. So we have to rely on who? Businesses. Businesses make money. Businesses are God. Uh, Corporations are God. You know who makes money? The Federal Reserve because they print money. Can't question anything they do. In fact, our entire government exists to serve that one institution. Money. The banks. The banks have money. Banks are God. You see how this works? And a false idol worshiping society, and who becomes the devils? The devils become the pe- are the people, the actual people without money, the systems that are trying to reject and fight money, and the people who are coming in are there just to be sacrificed to Moloch, to Mammon, their money gods. The lab- the people coming in are going to be worked to death in the laboring of the shittiest jobs, the untouchable jobs of our society across the 50 states. They're going to go work at meat plants, most likely. They're going to go work in agricultural fruit-picking, nomadic um, type jobs, which are basically modern-day slavery in terms of what it really translates to, picking by hand strawberries, um, you know, the watermelons, etc. In the heat, without a home, working literally for the right to stay at the land, um, having to fill out tons of paperwork wherever they travel and wherever they seek to make money and not being able to build any savings or any hope beyond education, eventually the spreading out of their own culture into America so that they can find root. And I'm talking in places like uh, Iowa and stuff like that where they don't have any Latin American roots or culture. Imagine having to set up Mexican restaurants in... Uh, Montana or something. You know, it's not going to be an easy life for them. But they're producing, the government is producing, because of the victimhood idea, a hatred and a justification for their future discrimination in the hearts of everyone who they will meet. Because it, what did it do? Give them money. It gave them money. 
It gave them immunity for for uh, safety for the laws. It gave them its support. And it's the strangest catch-22 I've ever felt actually having to go through it at this point in the stage with my perspective. And knowing that it was the same for each migrant wave. It was like this during the Gangs of New York era where the Irish were coming in off boats by the thousands and finding themselves in a foreign land with people who just fucking hated them. They used to put signs in American windows, Irish need not apply for work. And it wasn't the Irish fault, they were coming off a fucking famine, and the British literally sold them to their own charter. And they were like, you just go to this new country and fucking work until you die. And you, we're going to get taxes from you, and if you fuck up, we're just going to send you to the wars and stuff that we need to fight over there. Uh, because it's an extremely hostile and dangerous land. And you're also basically going to a giant sweatshop. Like, a basically, a, like all the East Coast cities were industrial work prisons and camps and shit like that. Like the, And it just got worse. And it would just get worse and worse. And then the Italians, and then the Czechs, and the Polish, and uh, different immigrant groups would come to America uh, and have to settle. Remember, the... The country was not fully settled until the 1930s in terms of what it looks like in modern-day maps and territory-wise. Like, it was still pretty much a frontier without roads, without power, without electricity, without maps, really, to even tell you where to fucking go. And just like then, there were groups of Native American. There were groups of people, not Native Americans, but there were groups of Americans, quote unquote, new Americans who were white colonial settlers who had lived here for multiple generations, that felt like immigrants were fucking up the country, that felt like immigrants were going to ruin the country, that felt like oh things were going to go terrible now that we have new immigrants, and that oh that they need to leave because the America wasn't big enough for everybody, and that there wasn't enough to go around, and all they did was beg. And they needed to be helped too much. And the government wasn't a charity. And that there wasn't enough like, exact money. Or enough jobs. And that good Americans were going to suffer. Because these immigrants were going to do all the work for cheaper. Because that hardness in the heart. Is produced by the country. Down. The soul of the country is the psychotic. Archon. Demiurge. That controls the American soul and mind and heart. And that beast of hatred. And exploitation, that corporation, that literal corpse oration, that ringing chorus of death is lifeless, soulless, and that's America. And people want to, they, and it needs you to defend that. It needs you to feel like that's what you need to give your life to, to preserve. And to be honest, um, it, it is, it's succeeding. It's succeeding in that. I think that Texas should be independent. I think Texas should decide its own destiny and have its own voice. Its culture and traditions are unique. But I also want to make it clear that I am not a mouthpiece for uh, fascism, overt, or crypto fascism. I am a freedom-loving, independent-minded, liberty-loving person. And I am also aware of the spiritual and the divine and the human. And I know these people are not innocent. I know no man is good. I know they will cause nothing but trouble. But I also know that humans are humans. People are people. And unless you were going to outright kill all these individuals immediately, 
then you must treat them like equals. You must treat them with human rights. You must treat them with humanity and in humane ways, or else you are not good, and you are no better than those that you hate and despise. Uh, I know it's very communist of me, but yes, you have to force them to live in a utopia, <laughs> whether they like it or not. And you have to force the utopian on uh, the enemies of utopia until it kills them. And that's the thing. You, America, the Americans, the Texans, who are seeing what's happening, should, should demand the same level of equity and generosity and charity from their government in mass and unison. It should use what is going on for the betterment of Texas. It should not be violent against these immigrants. It should not resort to hatred. It should not resort to mass amounts of violence. It should not resort to prosecutions or the persecution or discrimination or the prejudice against Latin Americans, Central Americans, South Americans. It should not use it as a reason for xenophobia or fear-mongering, or uh, isolationist tendencies. It should educate itself. It should use it as a me uh, reason to learn Spanish, to learn multiple languages, to learn about societies and cultures throughout Latin Hispanic America, to learn about history uh, between the USA proper and these countries. It should use it to enrich itself so that it may be independent in the future, and it may overpower with its mind and its, its, its philosophy a nation that is stuck on repeat, that is failing to learn the lessons from its past, that is constantly resorting to ritual and MKUltra trauma abuse. It should f The Texans who have an issue with this, who see it for what it is, an invasion of Texas by global world leaders... And the betrayal of Texas by the United States and its military justice system apparatus, the FBI, the, the uh, Department of Homeland Security, Border Patrol, etc. Because they do not have our interest in mind as citizens in our system, just like Cor Corporation does not have its employees' interest in mind. It is trying to merely recruit new employees into its system to burn out and use and abuse um, it should use this a platform to understand the humanitarian crisis at stake here and the ever more present fact that Texas cannot hide from the world there is no xenophobia there is no isolationism possible in the future Texas is a major world power Texas is like Germany. Texas is like Italy. Texas is like South Africa. Texas is like Australia or Brazil or Russia or China. It's a big fucking place with a lot of money, a lot of business, a lot of people, and a lot of power. And it's known. Everyone in the world knows about Texas. They may not know where it is on a fucking map. They may not know anything about it. But if you say Texas to someone from Nigeria, they know what you're talking about. If you say Texas from someone in Chile, they know where you're talking about. If you say Texas to someone in London, they know where you're talking about. It's a world-famous destination. It will only get more immigrants it will only get more people 
rushing to our borders because of its wealth, because of its land, because of its beauty, because of its good reputation. And the more honest and educated and hip and cool and urban and strong and safe the Texas Bee is and more successful it becomes, the more immigrants it will attract from around the world, exotic locations. It's, it's both the fact that it's flooded intentionally by the Soros-run human traffickers that are seeking to flood out its workforce around the country. Like I said, this has been happening since 2018. But it's also no surprise that Texas' 25 million people were mostly from immigrants. Throughout history, they have immigrated to our state or migrated from 50 other states to our state. Over time, building up our population and that we are a melting pot. We are a cultural destination that attracts everyone from, like I said, Russia, China, Chinese national. China and um, Texas are like fucking, basically fucking. And that's the thing. If they were people, they would be in each other's asses. Because that's the nature of Texas and China. I know it sounds strange, but you have to educate yourself and see how deep that rabbit hole goes. The fact that uh, Texas had to order communist China not to buy any more land. Because they were literally buying so much Texas real estate, you could have caught a significant portion of it. That there was like, you know, like more Chinese owned land than there is like Rhode Island and, and other states in American uh, entire territories. That they were basically, like I said, Texas itself being loaned out to the British, Saudi Arabians, and uh, Japanese as it is, you know, like it's, it's, once you start opening yourself up to that, you're not going to be easily led or directed like a sheep or like a, like a horse with blinders. You know, stop being the cow. Be the be the farmer. You know, start being the one in charge of your of your labor, of your mind, of your attention. Um, start calling your own shots about what you're going to believe and what you're going to work towards because what you're being told why are you being told it? Why? Who's telling you it? What? What for? You have to separate the bullshit from the reality. The reality: Texas is always going to have immigrants. Texas is going to attract fucking millions of people in the future at infinitum. We could easily see a um, hundred million people live in Texas by the end, quote unquote, of Texas or whatever. It's twenty-five million people. Which is enormous, but it has nothing but room to grow in, and there's no reason why we would not have a large population if a country like Japan has such a large population. Um, we having more resources than they. Um, we have to think in large terms, in terms of multiculturalism, not because it's forced upon us, but because it is the correct thing to do. Because we are cosmopolitan as a state. We are not providential. We're not something to think of ourselves as xenophobic. We're, we got to move forward with the future. We are a 21st, 22nd level civilization already. Uh, we got to think in terms of the next hundred years. And because I feel Texas should be independent, because I feel I'm a strong, 100% died in the wool, firm believer. This is a hill I will die on. Texas is independent as a culture, as a state, as a world power. 
and it needs to get away from the United States immediately to ever exist to its potential, I believe that we need to counteract the brainwashing, counteract the ritual trauma of America via its immigration cycles and its basically uh, violations of these false promises which it makes because it needs to make them and uh, betrays them because it also needs to betray them um, to get this full spectrum abuser Stockholm Syndrome effect going in the American Patriot quote unquote so that the American Patriot never sees the right for all states to have their independence because it never sees that the writing on the wall is that America is not quote unquote for Americans it's a foreign power controlled from the District of Columbia, from the three cities, the city of London and the Vatican. And it's all Rothschild, Red Shield controlled. Look at the flag of the District of Columbia. It's fucking the Rothschilds. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we Texas doesn't need to be a part of that shit. Texas doesn't need to be buying into this shit. But when Texas becomes independent, it also doesn't need to carry over the baggage of needing to be a xenophobic, closed-bordered, uh, fascist state. It can be a multicultural, progressive, open-bordered, uh, yet extremely sophisticated, you know, jewel of cosmopolitan um, travel and you know business and uh, tourism, and um, it has the natural wealth, the bo- the bounty of nature as well as the people's traditions and heritages, if they were just educate themselves to it, to justify all of that, to justify that, that, that paradox of being new and traditional as a state. Just like how Africa is doing it now. And I always find myself saying this, that Texas's greatest plan on how to operate is how African nations operate, like Nigeria, uh, you know, or, or any of the other amazing, Kenya, for example. And yes, they have their problems. No place is perfect. In fact, all those places sometimes can get very terrible. I understand this. I'm, I'm jumping off that as a pass. But at the same time, uh, Texas is also extremely horrible and can be very terrible at times, having grown up and lived here my whole life and. Uh, exactly. I am not ever saying it's going to be a perfect place, but it needs to have a philosophy to build a state around, and that philosophy must be of the future. That philosophy must be enlightened. That philosophy must be aware and awake. Not woke, but awake. And it must understand that there is much deeper things going on. And that it cannot be lied to by statistics. It cannot be easily persuaded or swayed. If you believe yourself to be a freedom fighter for Texas or a true Texan, then you have to be as educated as possible. You have to be the smartest person in any room you walk into. You have to be above it all and beyond it all. And you have to see men not as enemies but as equals. And you have to see the humanity behind these issues. You're not a sheep. You're a Texan. Remember that. And it doesn't matter if 70,000 Venezuelans 
are coming over the border or hundreds of Chinese citizens are coming over the border or a million uh, Haitians are coming over the border. It just adds to the general population of Texas by a small amount and overall would be seen as nothing but a, 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 a footnote in history. As immigration waves have always been seen in history. There's no one nostalgic for pre-Irish immigrant New York City. There's no one nostalgic for pre-Mexican immigration California. There's no one nostalgic for pre-Cuban immigrant uh, Florida. Because these immigration waves are spokes on a wheel, on a wagon that the USA has been riding since its very inception from the 13 colonies, which is, fear the immigrant, so saith the nation of immigrants. And I'm sorry, I don't think that the 21st century... Uh, we need to follow this this evil Phoenician nation of Colombia anymore if all it has to teach us and offer us is hatred and fear and paranoia and xenophobia and all for a defense and a resurrection of its fascistic phoenix empire. That eagle, it's not an eagle, it's a phoenix. And from its own ashes, it rises every century to wage global war and terror against the innocent third world peoples who are defenseless against it and its Viking philosophies of terror from the sea. The only difference now is that it's more cyberpunk and that we can, and this is, I guess, the point, the declaration of the Beyond Top Secret Texan that I'll be making at this episode before we wrap it all up, is that while we are always dedicated to world peace, pacifism is a global uh, necessity for a world worker revolution, for a world of utopia, that we need to use every piece of technology and resource available to perform intelligence, nonviolent intelligence, neutral intelligence, on the subject, tracking people's movements, tracking political um, situations, tracking the mobilities of men in logistics, and reporting on this with uncensored, honest, world journalism, ethical standards, you know, levels of reporting and journalism to our audience and to anyone who will listen on social media, etc., with as much seriousness as any invasion proper. Yes, that will be the next evolution of the Beyond Top Secret Texan, given this matter is so close at hand, and given that it has such proximity, I'll be going into educations on the subject matter between the cartel groups, human trafficking, uh, Texas immigration histories, Texas border histories, really delving into the subject as well as the modern implications in the Central American immigration, uh, Venezuela, the history between America and Venezuela, for example. Why are the Venezuelans coming to America? Is it because that Venezuela and America had traditionally very good relations for the last 100 years and that the Venezuelan government 
literally went communist only in the 2000s. And that uh, because, like, Astro and Cuba, 20 years goes by until these communist leaders do purges of their own prison systems, which are mostly political prisoners, and they are sent to the country that they declare loyalty to, which is the United States, because the United States becomes a heroic, legendary figurehead associated with the anti-communist government parties that are now in power. Yes, these are all sociological factors. This is all the reality. It's not their Venezuelan boogeymen. They're not monsters. They're really not. They're not. They're men. And while you can always say that men are monsters, yes. Men are worse than monsters, yes. But these, without knowing it, you're falling into the monstrous behaviors of the men who rule you rather than the men who are coming over across the borders. You're not being invaded by the monsters. You're being led by the monsters. You're paying taxes to the monsters. The monsters are protecting the criminals that are exploiting your, your, your businesses and your governments and your economies. Uh, you know, the monsters that decide to only pay you uh, a certain amount of dollars an hour and give you a certain amount of hours a week to work despite knowing full well that you need a certain amount of dollars to live at all in the society that you're in. with, And, and if they don't match up, then it's no concern of theirs. Then it's, and it's, I'm sorry, but that's just life, that you don't get to pay your rent or eat this week or pay your medicine or have health insurance, etc. Because capitalism, because the free market, because of corporatism the needs of the company, etc. Maybe those are the monsters we need to start mobilizing against. Maybe those are the news reports we should be seeing on the nightly news. Maybe the patriots should call themselves patriots because they care more about the American people and less about the American flag and everything that flag hides Thank you very much for listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan, reporting to you from the third coast, the coast with most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Thank you very much. It's been a pride and privilege to be doing so. To everyone out there in Dreamland, thank you for supporting me. For those who have decided to take tip, uh, the extra steps and tip or to buy a membership on Anchor FM, thank you all very much. Uh, you know, much respect for that. Thank you very much. This is how I survive. It's through your kindness as well as uh, through your likes, your shares, and your... Uh, you're hitting that notification button, bell, icon, uh, subscription status. I don't know what you would have it on your platform so that you know when I publish a new episode. And, um, you know, sharing it on your social media goes a long way too. If you got Twitter, if you got Instagram, if you got whatever, Facebook, and you post these episodes on there, Telegram groups, Rumble channels, etc. Feel free to share whatever content you can. YouTube videos, podcast episodes, etc. Uh, my social media posts, whatever. It's all a fair game for you to share. Thank you all very much in advance for that. God bless you and your families. Peace out.